I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Friday, February 16th. An overnight shooting in Quincy is under investigation. Police say a man was shot once while sitting at a car parked at Elm Avenue and Marlboro Street in Wollaston at around 3 a.m. The victim was rushed to Boston Medical Center with non-life-threatening injuries. Police say a black SUV pulled up to the victim's car and somebody in that vehicle fired at the victim then sped off. It's unclear how many shots were fired, but the victim was only shot once. Police say there is no danger to the public, and the incident remains under investigation. Authorities have identified the body that was pulled from the Deposit River on Tuesday as that of a Boston man who'd been missing since last year. Police responded to the area of the Neponset Valley Yacht Club on Granite Avenue in Milton on Tuesday for reports of a partially submerged body. Divers recovered the body of an adult man. Yesterday, Norfolk County DA Mike Morrissey announced that the medical examiner has identified the man as John Wesley Young III of Boston. The cause and manner of death remain undetermined at this time. The Boston Police Department issued a missing persons alert for Young in January. His family last saw him in November. After five days of deliberations, a deadlocked jury still could not reach a verdict in the trial of the man accused of murdering a Weymouth police sergeant and a 77-year-old widow. Emmanuel Lopes is accused of shooting and killing Sergeant Michael Chesna and 77-year-old Vera Adams in 2018. The 26-year-old's first trial ended in a mistrial last summer. This time, the jury is at odds over questions about Lopes' mental health. Prosecutors allege this was a cold-blooded murder that Lopes incapacitated Sergeant Chesna with a rock then shot and killed the police officer with his own weapon at point-blank range. The judge advised jurors on Wednesday that they do not have to agree on Lopes' exact prognosis to reach a verdict. The judge told the jurors to go home from the Norfolk County Superior Court in Dedham yesterday and planned on coming back to try and reach a unanimous verdict today. Legal expert Peter Ellican says there's no telling how much longer this could drag on. If convicted of first-degree murder, Lopes faces a sentence of life in prison without parole. Day six of jury deliberations will resume first thing this morning with the possibility of a mistrial on the horizon for families that have been through the ordeal once before. The judge overseeing the Karen Reed murder case has declined to delay the Mansfield woman's trial, shooting down a joint request from prosecutors and defense attorneys during a brief hearing yesterday. Norfolk Superior Court Judge Beverly Canone said it would be premature to push back the start of Reed's high-profile trial, which is set to begin March 12th. Lawyers on both sides had filed a joint motion last week to postpone the trial, explaining that they're still waiting on some cell phone records, DNA test results, and information about a federal probe into Reed's arrest and prosecution. The 43-year-old Reed is facing a second-degree murder charge in the January 29, 2022 death of her boyfriend, Boston Police Officer John O'Keefe. Prosecutors say she struck O'Keefe with her SUV while dropping him off at a home in Canton following a night out. 
Reed's attorneys have alleged a widespread cover-up, pointing the finger at other after-party guests. Reed is due back in court on February 26th. The latest power failure on the MBTA yesterday comes as the T tries to get back on track, but slowdowns, outages, and shutdowns for repairs have left MBTA riders packing their patients once again after years of safety concerns on the rails. As the T continues to put out fires across the aging infrastructure, the work comes with a bit of sticker shock along the way. Taxpayers doled out $510 million in overtime in 2022 and $553 million last year. While many riders struggle to afford public transit, some T employees are cashing in. The T shelled out more than $3.5 million in overtime for 25 four-person wire persons in two years. The top earner almost tripled his pay to over $413,000 in 2022, thanks to almost $262,000 in overtime. MBTA General Manager Philip Ang says to get the T back up to speed, it needs more of those workers who oversee and maintain the aging power system. That age was on display last month when a decades-old power cable caught fire, bringing Orange Line and Red Line service to a halt the T believes the wire that failed was over 40 years old. During a two-week period in March, the highest earner worked 233 and a half hours, including 154 in overtime. That averages about 17 hours a day. Those hours, unless approved, are far beyond the 24 hours of overtime allowed per week. Ang also emphasized that the four-person wire persons perform critical work and said the T's trying to figure out how many more it needs to hire. Until then, wellness checks are being done on employees working long hours to make sure everyone is safe. Three Quincy residents became Massachusetts state troopers yesterday. Michael Harrington, Juliet Shinney, and Antonio Barbosa were among the 75 graduates of the Massachusetts State Police 89th Academy. A ceremony was held yesterday at the Mass Mutual Center in Springfield. Governor Mara Healy administered the oath of office. The new troopers completed six months of intense training at the Massachusetts State Police Academy in New Braintree. Of the graduates, 68 are male, 7 are female. A third of the 75 graduates are persons of color. 14 of the graduating trainees are United States military veterans. All the new troopers begin their duties as road troopers patrolling highways with a veteran trooper for at least three months. City of Quincy's Department of Planning and Community Development has once again won the Audrey Nelson Community Development Achievement Award from the National Community Development Association. This is the sixth time the City of Quincy has won the award. The award is named in memory of the first Deputy Executive Secretary of the National Community Development Association, Audrey Nelson's intense commitment to her neighborhood, her local program efforts, and her drive to serve low-income people was cut short by death from cancer at the age of 29. The award was created in her honor in 1987. 
The award recognizes exemplary use of federal block grant funds in meeting the needs of disadvantaged populations and low-income neighborhoods. The block grant funds are awarded by the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development's Office of Community Planning and Development through a congressional appropriation. This year's award was presented in recognition of the new radiology suite at Manette Community Health Center on West Squanum Street in North Quincy. The city's investments of community development block grant funds not only paid for the construction of the suite, but also served as a catalyst for leveraging other grant funds for the imaging equipment and furniture. The radiology suite opened last June and includes digital mammography and plain film x-ray imaging. Boston Medical Center, one of the premier safety net health systems in the country, is Manit's clinical collaborator and radiology partner. So far, the radiology team has completed over 500 mammograms and more than 725 x-rays since its grand opening. A check of business news this morning and stocks bounced back yesterday. The Dow was up 348 points. The Nasdaq rose 47. The S&P added 29. Shares were higher in Europe and Asia. The dollar is up. The euro is down. Oil at $77 a barrel. Sports Seattle beat the Bruins 4-1. to The Bees will host the Kings tomorrow at 12.30. The National Weather Service forecast. For today, partly cloudy and windy, a high of 37 degrees. For tonight, cloudy, a low 28. Scattered snow showers possible tomorrow. Little to no accumulation. High tomorrow in the mid-30s. Sunday, mix of sun and clouds. And a high of 34. President's Day on Monday, partly sunny. And a high 38. For the boater, waves about 2 feet. Wind out of the west. 25 to 30, gusting to 40 knots, will become northwest later today, 20 to 25 knots. High tide, 4.45 p.m. Sunrise, 6.39, sets 5.17. Traffic note, 4 River Bridge, scheduled to open Friday at 9 a.m. Saturday at 7 a.m. Also a reminder, curbside collection of trash and recycling in Quincy is delayed one day this week and next week due to the President's Day holiday on Monday. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Friday, February 16th.